Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Welcome back to America's Heroes Group Roundtable Discussion with Community Outreach. October is National Breast Cancer and Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Today is Saturday, October 30th, 2021. The host is Cliff Kelly. My name is Sean Claiborne, the co-host, National Army Guard veteran, U.S. Army. The executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have a panelist on our show again today, Ms. Brenda Osuch. Did I say that name right, Brenda? Okay. Uh, oh, such, sir. Oh, such. But close enough. <laughs> we'll get it, I'll get it right. Brenda Oh, such. She's a chief operating officer for Illinois, joining forces and a former military spouse. And we also have Jim Dolan. Jim, how are you doing? Good, sir. How are you? Pretty good. And he's a senior director of development for the Illinois Joining Forces and the son of a World War II Army Corps veteran, Army Air Corps veteran. So Army Air Corps, people don't realize that uh, Air Force did not exist during World War II. It wasn't created until 1947 after the war ended. He was part of the Army Air Corps, and he's with us today, Mr. Jim Dolan. How are you doing today? You said you're doing good? Ready for Halloween? Uh, <laughs> well, it's going to be pretty low-key, but uh, doing well, and uh, thanks so much for having us on. Okay. So we want to talk about today veterans serving veterans and community collaboration. So give us more about that. So what I understand about the, the Illinois Joining Forces is that it's a network of 200 community organizations that serve veterans and families. So it's kind of a hub of of, of uh, veteran service organizations helping veterans form possible by veterans and other org- other groups of people. So what are we talking about when we talk about community uh, um, serving, serving the community, and also how to collaborate with veterans on solving problems? And that's yeah. for, uh, for Brenda. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Cliff. So um, Illinois Joining Forces, as you said, is a, is a, a, a statewide collaborative. We were... Um, we're a public-private venture, so we're actually state-mandated to exist, um, but our funding comes from private partners. And um, the whole, the primary mission of IJF is to connect service members, veterans, and their families to any of the resources that they may need. Um, and we work to do that as close as home as possible. Illinois is a big state, and so um, we certainly don't want to, the service for someone who's living in Champaign to be up in Chicago because chances are they won't utilize that, right? So building out that network of providers throughout the state is essential to ensuring that veterans get the services that they need at the time that they need them. Um, and as far as veterans serving veterans, you know, I've had the opportunity prior to coming here to Illinois Joining Forces, I worked at um, the U.S. Navy Memorial in Washington, D.C., and I recall um, many, many honor flights that came through the memorial there. Um, And I've always been amazed at how many veterans and how many of their families say, I've never heard that story. 
Um, but because the veterans were around other veterans, they felt comfortable sharing their story. Um, in my own life with my former husband, um, who was in the Marine Corps, and my Uncle Bob, who was in, they would also share stories that I never heard from either one of them um, outside of that. And so I think the veteran community really um, is best served or frequently feels akin to people who have walked in the same shoes as them. And that's what the peer support model is really all about. Um, and that's the initiative that I'll go ahead and let Jim talk to, to more. But that's the initiative that we're working on right now in the Aurora area. And Jim, so what can you add to that? So what is how do you see the you know, Illinois joining forces and also how has it been an impact in changing the lives of veterans? Well, uh, before I launch into the peer support initiative that we're launching in in Aurora, I'll I'll just tell you a little bit more about IJF and and how we apply the principle of peer support internally. Uh, We have a care coordination center. We have two combat veterans that man those phones from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. And their responsibility is to act as a a traffic cop. A traffic cop's responsibility is to direct people where they want to go and keep traffic moving, uh, as opposed to an EMT. An EMT uh, will take a veteran, they'll um, triage them, get them to the next level of care. Our partners in the community that we're connected to, those 200-plus that you spoke of, are the EMTs. They're the folks that our care coordination specialists connect the veterans to based on the principle that services are delivered closest to home. As Brenda said, it doesn't make sense to connect somebody who's in Rockford to resources in Peoria. So that's really the, the main pillar of Illinois Joining Forces is our care coordination center, which any veteran or family member can reach by dialing 833-INFO, I-N-F-O, IJF, 833-INFO-IJF. The numeric on that is 833-463-6453. So that's the IJF commercial, if you will. But really what we're doing, and and, um, being in the service yourself, you'll understand this. There is a special bond that's created between those who have put on the uniform, those who have raised their hand and sworn an oath and signed the check really with their lives to protect and defend the United States. So that bond is really based on the principle of shared experience, peer support, and there's nothing, as Brenda said, like walking in the boots of another person and being able to provide guidance and to help them navigate through life, through transitions, whether it's a transition immediately outside of the military or any of the transitions that people go through in lives, in their lives. It could be a transition to a new job. It could be uh, starting a new family. All of the things that people go through. Our care coordination calls from all over the state, from service members and their families. And very rarely do we get someone has a single need. Sometimes two, sometimes three, four, or five things. And they tend to get stuck in prioritizing which one to do first, how to get the resources that they need. So the peer support training that IJF is offering is to take advantage of that bond between veterans, that immediate trust that veterans have with one another, 
and to give veterans who want to serve again in their community the training that they need to have the confidence that they can walk somebody through those transitions. Uh, And I can tell you more about that, but the training will begin on November 18th, 19th, and 20th. It's a very good, extensive training, uh, and we're uh, hopeful that this will be a model that we can see spread throughout the state. And one more time, Jim, can you give us that phone number and also your social media information? So if people want to get involved and also learn more or take some of the classes or get some of the training, where do they go? Sure. So they can go to www.illinoisjoiningforces.org. That's Illinois Joining Forces, all spelled out, all one word, illinoisjoiningforces.org. They'll see a link at the top where they could apply for the peer support training in November. And they can also call our toll-free number, the 833-INFO-IJF. 833-INFO-IJF is our vanity number. The numeric, again, is 833-463-6453. That's very good. And also, don't forget, audience, to join America's Heroes Group on social media. We're live uh, streaming now on Facebook. And also, you can look at us on iHeartRadio, you can all, or hear us on iHeartRadio, and also see us on Roku, digital TV streaming on Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, and through the Zondra TV app on Roku. That's Z-O-N, Z as in Zulu, O-N-D-R-A, Zondra TV Networks. So, uh, so uh, Brenda, so give us an idea about um, how the different types of services that veterans service organizations provide through IJF, and also... What types of things can people expect? If someone's as a veteran returning home, maybe just got home back home from, from a service, maybe they've been overseas, maybe they've been deployed, how can they use your organization to connect with different or different groups? And also, what types of services can, you, can they um, look forward to receiving? Yeah, great question. Um, and really at the heart of what we do, right? And so, um, amazingly, we, we, we will work to connect um, a veteran to any of the social determinants of health, right? Education, employment, housing. Um, we also, you know, will work um, for with legal assistance, right? Uh, um, ILAFLAN is an organization that specifically works for that. Behavioral and mental health services are available to all of the veterans, service members, and their families. Um, we'll work to connect to those services as well. Um, we do a little bit of emergency financial assistance. If somebody is, you know, just just a little shy of paying a bill or paying their rent or um you know, need gas money to get to and from work. Um, we'll work with our partners to connect them and try to, to get that done. Uh, recently, we've been getting a lot of requests for, um, like, uh, home repairs, uh, roofing issues, things like that. Um, we're working with trying to find partners that will also um, help, it, whether it's free or reduced cost, um, work to get the veterans those services as well. So we really cover the myriad of services. We do it again for all eras of veterans, all manners of discharge, and active duty service members, as well as both veteran and active duty um, family members as well. So um, any service that you may need, um, our Illinois Joining Forces will, will work to connect you and work to do that as close to home as possible. We've helped you know, we've helped widows get to um, a VA site so that they can work on their benefits card and things like that, and um, uh, dental, any anything like that. Um, 
uh, that that you might need. And as far as transitioning veterans, that's, there's a lot of work really being done on catching a veteran as they're transitioning into the state. Um, you know, as they're they're ending their service and transitioning into the state, and you know, Illinois Joining Forces is a great resource so that they don't have to Google search for all of the different resources that are available. Um, and we'll connect to both community-based as well as the Department, Illinois Department of Veterans Affairs, the Veteran Assistance Commissions in every county, um, and then all of the community-based providers, whether they're veteran-specific or not. And Jim, what Brenda just mentioned was very, I think, very, very key point to bring about again is that it does not matter what your type of discharge was. So, from what you're what you're providing people, some people that are not eligible for certain services because maybe they had a less than honorable discharge, you can still get yes. services through you guys. So, talk about that and also the importance of being able to take all veterans. Yes, thank you for asking that, and it is a key point. Um, just to give your listeners an idea, the Illinois Joining Forces serves all eras, all branches, all manner of discharge, service members, that would be active duty guard and reserve, caregivers, and survivors. So when we say all, we mean all. And one of the groups that's, that suffers mightily for a lack of resources are those who have other than honorable or dishonorable discharges. We don't make a judgment as to why that may have occurred. Um, again, I go back to anyone who was put on the uniform, raised their hand, and swore an oath. Uh, Illinois Joining Forces is committed to serving them. And resources for other than honorable or less than honorable can sometimes be difficult. Uh, there are organizations who do require that you have an honorable discharge. And uh, they do admirable work, and we appreciate what they're doing. But what we try and do is make sure that we can get the services for all of the ones that I mentioned, including those with less than honorable. The, the key for us is to make sure that we meet the needs. Um, and about only about 20 to 25 percent of the requests that we get have anything whatsoever to do with military service. So we'll connect folks to the, the VA for the VHA benefits. Uh, we'll connect them to the VBA, the Veterans Benefits Administration, for their benefits and so forth. Um, but the other 75 to 80 percent are everyday stuff. And, and Brenda mentioned a lot of them. It could be home repair. It could be emergency financial assistance. Uh, we work with those who want to get uh, further their education or the education for their children. So it really covers the gamut. And the only way that we could possibly do that is to have the partners, the, the great partners, the resource partners that we have in the community so that we can plug them in to those resources. Um, so as the winter's coming up, we're, we're gonna get calls, we know it, for busted pipes, broken heaters, leaky roofs. Um, the only way that those needs can be met are at the community level. And I think that's important we bring that up because a lot of times, I think in the veteran community, most veterans would agree that we all see each other as veterans. We don't put a, a wall up to say, oh, well, you didn't get an arm discharge. If you put on the uniform, to the veteran community, you're a veteran, and you're actually taking in all veterans and their family members and so on. So when you, when you think yeah, of, I, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, I, and I think your generation, the, the post-9-11 generation, um, sees that more clearly than, than others. Um, there are also mitigating circumstances uh, as to why that person may have gotten a, 
other than honorable or less than honorable or a dishonorable discharge. And so that's being looked into. And those cases can be reviewed. So if there is a veteran out there that, that has what's known as bad paper other than honorable or dishonorable discharge, we can connect them to veteran service officers who can take a look at that to see if we can get an upgrade, uh, a discharge upgrade. That offers them a tremendous amount of, of uh, value because now they do have access to all those services that they otherwise would be precluded from. Um, and it also delves into what may, may have taken place. It could be a traumatic brain injury or PTSD or other mitigating circumstances that could have caused the behavior that caused the less than honorable discharge. So it's a it's a huge area, one that we're intent on making sure that veterans know about so that they can repair that record and then go on with their lives. So it sounds like that really an organization like the like your like Illinois Joining Forces is something that really every veteran should at least take a look at. So one more time, give us your phone number and your and your social media information, your website information, if you have a Facebook page. Uh, so that way, veterans, because a lot of people that probably were listening who are thinking about, well, I don't qualify for this because I was in the National Guard. We don't get this kind of benefits. Or I don't qualify for this because I got a less than honorable discharge. But the thing of it is, is it sounds like this is something that everybody can take advantage of if you just wore the uniform or family members of those that that have wore the uniform. Can you give us that one Absolutely. more time? Sure. So they, any veteran or family member can call our care coordination center. Monday through Friday from 8 to 5 at 833-INFO, I-N-F-O-I-J-F, 833-463-6453. They can also find us on the web at IllinoisJoiningForces.org, and we are on Facebook. Uh, so reaching out to IJF uh, is, is not difficult, and our care coordination centers will go through uh, we'll do an intake and see where it is that we might be able to help you, what things you're working on, uh, and be able to provide you with some navigation to the resources that you need and deserve. So, Brenda, is, is this unique to Illinois? Is there other states that do something similar to what IF, IJF is actually doing? Yeah, there absolutely are. We, we, uh, we've had the fortune of being able to talk to and brainstorm with States like North Carolina, South Carolina, um, New York, uh, uh, the Pennsylvania area, um, all that have believe in that care coordination kind of hub model where instead of sending a veteran and making a veteran tell a story or her story three times, that there is one location that can do that high touch case management and um, make sure that that service member veteran or their family is connected to the resources because typically we find that it isn't just one resource, right? Someone who's coming to us for food insecurity also potentially is having, uh, is either underemployed or having employment issues and they might be that way because they're having some behavioral health or mental health issues. So uh, really to have one centralized location that you tell your story one time and that you get referred to all of the resources that you need in a holistic manner, I think is really part of it. And I would just say to your listeners, if, if this might not apply to you, you might be like, I'm good, I'm on track. Think of your neighbors, your friends, anybody 
you can refer them and IJF will go ahead and reach out and just do a wellness check. You know, you don't have to be the one, um, you know, to, to need the service. You can certainly refer somebody that you know that does need that service that might not be ready to reach out. And we can just do a wellness check for them. As Jim said, our, our folks are veterans too that make those calls and that answer those calls. So, um, just wanted to, to let you think, think about that as well. And then for the services that the IJF supplies, is that something just for Illinois residents or can anyone, any veteran, say a person lives in Indiana, can they also call your hotline? We have well, had we do. from, go ahead, Jim. No, no, it's all right, Brenda. Go ahead, Brenda, come in. No, we have had folks from um, from other states, like if they're moving into Illinois or if they're in Illinois, there's a veteran that's in Illinois and kind of gets into an issue and gets stuck, and then they, they can call, um, and we will either try to connect them to somebody in their state if they're, you know, needing to get back, or we'll see what we can do here in Illinois as well. Um, but, but our connections are, I mean, we do have some national connections to national organizations, of course. Um, but, but our goal is really to cover statewide of Illinois. So if you're a veteran that happens to be here and needs a service in Illinois, we, uh, even if you don't, uh, live here, but you're, you're currently visiting or something like that, please don't hesitate to call our line. That's amazing. So even somebody visiting Illinois could actually get services or get some help in some kind of capacity. Yeah, we will certainly try to link them. Okay. Now, for, now for uh, this is a question about your organization that I'm not sure if you have the, the data in front of you, but I will, I'm curious to know what is the most common, and this is, we have 30 seconds for this question, so just really quick. What's the most common thing that you see or the most common request for, for help? What's the area? In? That's for uh, for Jim. Uh, yeah, I think it. I think it still remains, and and the pandemic uh, and the the ramifications of that have exacerbated a bit. It, it still remains uh, financial assistance in some in some regards. It could be that they need home repair and don't have the funds to do that. It could be, as Brenda said, food insecurity. Um, a lot more people than you would think um, are, are are ending up not eating as well as they should or sometimes going without. Um, and so financial assistance to, to uh, meet those needs, uh, I think, is, is still our number one. Um, we, we do uh, the next, I, I think, would be um, no, 10 seconds left. You know, ben- would be benefits. How do, how do I get as many of the benefits that I'm deserving uh, through the VA and other resources. So financial assistance and benefits would be one and two. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, uh, Jim. Thanks, Brenda. This is America's Heroes Group. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.